0: Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Gather around, everybody. Listen up. I got a story to tell, tell, tell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rico Lane, and thank you for checking in to the Blessed Money Podcast, where we help you build your relationship with Christ by sharing blessings and testimonies on Bible scriptures that is manifested in everyday people lives like yourself. If you have ever found a Bible difficult to understand, struggle with your faith, or simply wonder why Christians believe the way that they do, then this podcast is definitely for you. I believe that if we can show you that the Bible is made real in our personal lives today, even though it was written so many years ago by so many different authors, then you just may change the way you view the Bible. It may even spark your curiosity on the Bible or Christ, and I know without a doubt, if you seek Christ, you will find him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And oh yeah, don't forget, be a blessing and share your testimony. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you for an opportunity for me to be used by you, Lord. I thank you for an opportunity to be a vessel to share your word. I pray that as I discuss your word, that it is all you and none of me. I also pray that the listeners' ears, their eyes, their hearts, and their minds are open so that they hear the truth, they know the truth, and they understand the truth. And anything that may not be the truth, I pray that you take it away from their memory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Hey, what's going on, Blessed Money family? Thank you for checking back in with your boy to the Blessed Money podcast. I really appreciate all of y'all who continuously listen to the show, all of y'all who've been showing me love and rocking with your boy. And I'm excited for today because we're going to be talking about walking by faith and not by sight. And I get it, it is so easier said than done. When you see all this stuff going on in the world, when you deal with so much pain, so many trials and tribulations, it is hard to have faith and have hope in our Heavenly Father, but we got to remember to do it. Matter of fact, we're going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, and the easiest way to understand this verse, the easiest way to understand walking by faith and not by sight is to just think of your body as a temporary tent and as we go through life we're going to deal with those trials and tribulations. We're going to, our bodies are going to suffer. We're going to have diseases, we're going to have wars, we're going to have all kinds of stuff going on. But we have an eternal home waiting for us in heaven. And a lot of times people forget that. A lot of times people see what's going on in the world, see what they're dealing with, they lose a loved one and then they want to blame god or they lose their faith or they go to a church and they're hurt by people and they lose their faith and and they the coronavirus hit and people go out and lose their mind and start hoarding toilet paper for themselves and not really showing love and careness for their brothers and sisters and the reality of it is is that's when our faith has to kick in when things don't seem right when things seem like it's going wrong Nine times out of ten, that's when the enemy like to attack you the most is when, when, when you're about to have a breakthrough. When God is about to use you for something good to, for him to get the glory. The enemy don't want you to have that glory just like he did with Jesus. When Jesus was about to get ready to go to the cross and be crucified, the enemy came at him and tried to tempt him and stop him from doing what he had to do. But the reality of it is we got to remember that this place here, here on earth is temporary it is temporary. There is not one person who stay on this earth forever. And so we got to remember to start feeding our spirit, feeding the things that's going to help us in eternity, going out and discipling one another, taking care of one another. And when times get rough, we got to walk by faith and not by sight. We got to remember that God has a good plan for us, that he cares for us. And I'm going to go ahead and just stop talking about it because my, my guest today, man, he got a good testimony and I encourage you to not only listen to his testimony, but then then the following week, check out his bonus content episode when he talk about why he believe in God. Because I'm telling you now, if you ever question if miracles exist, they do. And so you got to check in next week to hear that one. But today, my brother BJ is going to be sharing his testimony on 2 Corinthians 5, uh, 7. And I'm so excited because BJ is not only a guest, he is a true brother. He's a true friend. Um, Me and BJ used to go to church together. Now he's moved on to a different church, but we used to go to church together. And he he actually taught my kids in the kids ministry. And they used to call him like the science guy. And he's just a, joyful loving guy he just really have a heart for discipling he really has a heart for ministering to the kids and the kids just cling to him and bond to him and he also just have a heart for people so me and him also connected but also when it comes to this podcasting thing he's kind of like my mentor in it because when i was thinking about doing it and just kind of wondering should i do it and doing a bunch of research Found out that my brother had a podcast himself called A God Spot. He's hosting it with uh his co-host, Allie. And actually, after BJ, I actually had a chance to interview Allie. So you got to stay tuned to check out her testimony as well powerful testimony. I love that sister. Love her energy. Love her spirit. But anyhow, they both have this podcast called The God Spot and they're just sharing their faith and they they keep it real. They say, hey, we're not pastors, just like myself. But at the end of the day, we're all called to disciple. We're all called to be ministers. Matter of fact, our pastors at church are supposed to equip us us being the church, us being followers of Christ, to go out and do good works. And this brother is doing good works. So I encourage you to check out his testimony. I encourage you to listen to the God spot and support my brother as well. But I'm going to go ahead, shed it up, and hop right into my brother's testimony. All right, so what's up, BJ? How you doing, brother? Doing well. How are you today? Doing good, man. Um, So I know that you're a host and you have a co-host for a podcast called The God Spot. I've been checking y'all out. I love, matter of fact, I heard Nikki's testimony not too long ago. I I think I was sitting in the airport and I was listening to it and it was just powerful, man. And so I really like what y'all are doing. Do you kind of want to just chime in a little bit on that process and why y'all started that? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the
1: comments. I appreciate it. Yeah, the, uh, the Godspot uh, podcast, the podcast I do with uh, uh, a really good friend of mine. Her name's Allie Jefferson. And uh, I've known her and her husband for nine, 10 years now. And they've played a really integral part of my life, just who I am as a, as a, as a disciple of Christ. And uh, back in October, uh, she really felt that God was uh, calling her to, into podcasting uh, because she had started in September a Facebook uh, group called Elevated Faith. Yeah, just a place just to come be encouraged and prayer requests and praise reports, and uh, she knew that I had the experience in uh, podcasting, I had done it previously, and uh, she asked me, and I've been, yeah, absolutely, you know, and um, and so it's, uh, every week is a different topic, uh, you know, it's, uh, we've done testimony episodes, uh, we've done, uh, we have an episode coming up where we talk about uh, vanity and social media and how we interact with Christians, and um, we just we recently dropped a uh, two part episode of how of overcoming infidelity and mm. what that looks like, and uh, so for so for us, no topic is off limits, and uh, we we just want to you know we're not experts at the word we're not we're not pastors or anything like that we're just uh, two people that are uh, reading the word every day and doing what we can to help spread the gospel and maybe give people some insight uh, on a situation that they're going through. And
0: how somebody else has gotten through it with the help of Christ. Amen, brother. That's awesome, man. Like you know, God called us all to be disciples, and there's different ways you can do that. And I feel like the God Spot, you know, along with Bless on the podcast as well, is, is, is a great way for for people just to learn more about Christ, just to go in there, uh grow in their relationship with Christ. And I really like it. Don't, do y'all don't y'all have a uh, Facebook page for uh, the God Spot as well? So we, we don't have a Facebook page for
1: the, for the God Spot. Um it's all linked just right now under the elevated space. Okay. Uh, Facebook group. Um in the coming week and the coming months where there there's some pretty big stuff uh that working out behind the scenes for the elevated space kind of, to kinda take it to the next level. Uh, but right now it, it it's all linked in one.
0: Mm, okay. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I know um when I was considering doing this podcast, I, your podcast was one of the first ones I came across. And it was so excited because I actually knew somebody who did podcasts. Because, you know, we went to church together at one point. And... Um, that just hearing y'all do it and hearing the professional quality and all that it just it definitely inspired me to go ahead and just jump off on the live and and, and do it and do it myself as well so i just want to share that with you that you were an encouragement to me and um just hearing your podcast is one of the things that kind of helped push me towards doing blessing money and we, we appreciate that
1: it's uh you know it jesus didn't go after the 99 he went after the one right and uh, so, if, if we can, do our, through our podcast, encourage one person to go out and spread the gospel and spread what God's doing in
0: their life, uh, there's a win situation for everyone. Man, I really wish I had my notes from church today. Man, there was a, uh, the pastor was actually talking about that, and he was just basically, I'm trying, I'm going to summarize here, so I don't really want to mess up what he was talking about. But basically, what he said was, um, we it is good for us to grow. But well, what is that line when you, what is the line where it becomes growth becomes greed? And so he was just giving the different reasons on how, why, you know, um, how growth can actually turn into greed. And he was just saying, uh, one of the things he said was like, don't really worry about like your social media followers or in the podcast world, how many listeners you have and that kind of stuff. Because the reality of it is the people who are there, you know, thank God for they're there. He was like, one way to combat greed when you're trying to grow it's gratitude and so instead of uh comparing yourself to like another podcast or comparing yourself to like some other social media influencer thank god for the numbers you have you know you may want thirty thousand, but you may only have three. And so you wake up every morning and you pray you praise God for the three people that you do have. And so, you know, just hearing you say that, saying that, you know, reminding us that that Jesus will go after, you know, he'll lead a ninety nine and go after that one. And so whoever hears this, whoever listened to this, that's who God meant to hear it. Uh, absolutely. we had a uh, a guest speaker in my church
1: today and he was kinda of talking about kinda of, not really how it was a gross and the greed, uh, but talking about how uh, whatever position you're in, in your life, uh, you have to be proficient in that position in order to get to your purpose.
2: Mm,
1: right. Good. And so for, so for you and I, we're in this podcast realm and I, I to be complete. i I need to look at the numbers. I have the numbers. Uh, I, I don't say, I, mean, I look at the numbers, but I don't say very much. Sense. I don't say well, really any sense of the numbers, um, and Ali doesn't even want to know what the numbers are because you know it's not about. We know we don't have fifty thousand people. I mean, and yeah, who knows what God's going to do? Uh, we're just enjoying the enjoying the ride, and um, I, I would just encourage anyone to anything you're doing. Uh, don't worry about the numbers. It doesn't matter how many people are are uh, following you or anything like that. Just have an influence on the people that God put in your life.
0: Amen. Man, I I've man, I am really praying on that for God to help me with that because and honestly I got a lot better. You're like when I first started blessed the money the ministry, you know, it was if it, it was kind of lonely. You know, I felt like you know, man, God, I feel like you called me to do this, but it seemed like nobody cares and nobody wants to hear. You know, and I kind of I kind of just you know was kind of feeling that way. But I've been I noticed I have been growing. You know, and I think we're gonna talk about that a little bit today. I noticed that I have been changing and, and growing, and not only just the podcast numbers. I'm like, man, God, I just I'm just not gonna look at them. Just help me not to look at them. Then I find myself looking. But not only that, but like with my weight loss journey. So I've been uh working out a lot lately. And um when I I just had shoulder surgery in December, and so the fact that I had shoulder surgery, I can't work out like I used to. And not only that, I do a lot of intermittent fasting, so I only eat in a certain window, but when I had the sh- uh surgery, my shoulder was in so much pain that I had to take my medicine. And in order to take my medicine, I had to eat. So not only am I eating more, I'm not working out as much as I used to. So the weight loss, the weight that I lost, I started gaining it back. And so when I kind of started back getting to the gym, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to weigh myself. I'm not going to look at the numbers. I'm just going to be consistent. I'm just going to get in here every uh, yeah. single day. I'm going to do what I can do uh, not to hurt re-injure myself but I'm gonna do what I can do and 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 you know that's that's what I'm gonna do and I was like you know what I'm not gonna even weigh myself until my birthday which is coming up on the 23rd Well, I had to go to the doctor for them to look at my shoulder and they weighed me and then I saw the weight and it feel like I didn't lose that much weight and so I was just so depressed and angry about that and so you know that's why uh, God just keep reminding me that I gotta stop looking at the numbers I gotta stop worrying about right. that stuff yeah. exactly. 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 like what you hear so far This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. You can support the show by purchasing a copy of the Blessed Money book or apparel on Amazon.com. The proceeds help us to continue to deliver the Blessed Money ministry.
2: You can continue the conversation on BlessedMoney.com or on the Blessed Money app available on both Apple and Google's Play Store. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show or your testimony on today's scripture. Thank you for your support and now back to the show. show.
0: All right, so your scripture is uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Uh, I'll read it, and then you just, we're going to turn it over to you to tell what it means. So it says... Me, yeah. uh, Go
1: ahead. Uh, uh, 5.7, five, five, seven.
0: Oh, five, seven. Okay, so I looked, actually looked at the wrong scripture. So let's... Uh, do you have it in front of you right now? I do, yes. All right, so we'll let you do the honors. Go ahead and read 2 se- second, second Corinthians five, seven.
1: For we walk by faith and not by sight.
0: Amen. That's, that's, that's an awesome one as well. All right. So uh, what does that scripture mean? Go ahead and tell us what it means and then hop right into your testimony on how it manifested in your life.
1: Yeah. So, you know, this one is, uh, I actually, uh, when I came back to Christ back in 2011 after being gone for 18 years, uh, one of the very first verses I came across was Hebrew 11 to 1 which is now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And then it was like a few months later that I came across second Corinthians 5-7, uh, which is for walk by faith and not by sight. And I just say that really kind of hit me. of We, we live so much in a world, and, and, and I was right in the midst of that world of living but needing to see, living with my eye. And when we walk with Christ, we can't live with our eyes. We have to live in almost for me, if we have to walk, we have to live in a blindness of sorts of we it doesn't matter what we see. It's a matter of what we know through Christ.
0: Mm, that's good.
1: You know, and, and so, um, I mean, and, and this is, and it, it's a really simple verse. Um, and it's one that probably a lot of your listeners are going to recognize and, uh, you can probably go to most churches and say, hey, what's 2 Corinthians 5-7? And somebody's going to know it because as Christians, we say this verse a lot. We live by faith and not by sight. Uh, but do we really walk that? And, and, and this was, I had to go through this examination of myself of do, uh, whose perspective am I looking at life at? Am I using my own eyes or am I using Christ's eyes? And what I came to the realization was at that time was I had been using my own eyes for a long time. And it wasn't, it it didn't work out. It wasn't working out, you know? Yeah. Um, I, uh, growing up, I had got, I went to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, with the multiple vacation Bible schools. um, Carol Stout and then John uh, were my kids' uh, leaders. And when I was about 10 years old, I moved to Texas and didn't go to church until um, the next time I went to church was was when I was 28 years old. And um, during that time, I, I went through my teenage years, my young adult years, even my early to mid twenties, um, knowing who God was. Right, I, I never doubted His existence, but I didn't have a relationship with Him. The only time I would go to uh, talk to Him was in the midst of of an emergency. You know, somebody was dying, or there was a you know a huge event happening, and and that was this. Right, there was no connection there was no relationship I didn't I didn't didn't even own a Bible I uh, didn't go to church was doing things my own way and uh, that this when I came back to Christ in uh, the, the the first weekend in January of 2011 I realized just how much of a mess my life was um, and because I had been Doing things the way I thought that I needed to do them. I was building relationships with people and, and people that I thought I needed to build relationships with. And the reality was, the people that I was connecting with and building relationships with weren't the ones that were good, that were healthy for me. They weren't the friendships and the relationships that I needed to become God what God wanted me to be. And, um, You know, I'm a firm believer that God has a purpose for everybody, right? It doesn't matter who you are. Before you're even crafted or even thought about here on earth, God already had your plan. He already had a plan for you and a purpose for you. Um, And it's fair to say that I I definitely wasn't uh, even going near whatever purpose God may have had for me. Uh, I mean, I'm thankful now I know pretty much kind of what my purpose is. In a, in a roundabout way, but um, at that time, I before I came back to Christ, I was, I you know, I mean, I didn't do anything illegal. So I, I, I didn't do drugs. I had a, I had a few years where I had more more alcohol in my refrigerator than anything else. Uh, yeah, I had alcohol, beer, or alcohol, uh, beer, milk, and Pro and, and pizza. That was in my refrigerator for a long time. Um, again, that was prior to Christ. And, um, but so January, 2011 is when I realized just how broken I was and how much I needed Christ in my life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. That's, that's a powerful scripture and testimony. And sometimes it is hard, like, right. And so like when I read this, when I read that particular scripture, uh it just and i reflect back on some of the things in my life a lot of times like the things that we see the things we're experiencing the things that we're going through we may not understand them and we may even want to question why like i'm reminded of uh of the story of job you know where he's questioning him and all his friends were questioning God why, but the whole moral of that story was that we gotta trust God. We gotta trust that He has a good plan for us, a good hope for a good hope and a good future for us. And we gotta know that He that you know He knows better than we do. And so that's where that's where I, uh that's where that faith part comes in. It's like things may be a certain way, but we gotta have faith on, on, on who we on who we serve. And not only that, if you read like further on into the scripture, it talks about how we're gonna all have to give an account good or bad for the things that we've done. And and so we can have faith to know that because of what Christ done for us, that you know we're covered by him and we're good to go. But if you're if you're not in if you don't have that faith in Christ, um when it's time for uh to see God and time for judgment day or whatever the case may be, you're gonna have to give an account for everything you've done in, in life. And that's a scary thing. And so I just think when things when times get bad for us here on Earth or when we're going through certain things, we have to remember that our faith needs to be in Christ, our Savior is Christ, you know and and and, and if we belong to Christ, we're good, you know
1: right yeah, it, you know, that word faith right like, sitting at my desk uh right next to me, I have a uh, a little glass jar that has a musket seed in it that was given to me. Uh, during uh, a sermon a couple of years ago, because you yeah. know the Bible talks about just faith as little as a mustard seed is all it takes to move a mountain,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, the, you know that that word of, of of faith is one of those things that for so many people means something different uh, because of our experiences, our where we've been, and, and what we've done, and um, we, you know we, we can look to the Bible. One of the um, one of the things of stories of faith that I always that I always go to um, because I just think it's a, I think it's a really cool visual is that story of, of uh, Peter on the boat and Jesus walking on the water right oh, yeah. and they say you know basically they said Jesus is, is that you and he says yeah and he says but well, you know if it is you call me and he says come on out and Peter starts walking he takes faith right nothing logical about that at all. But it takes faith to do that. And the second that he took his eyes off Jesus, the second that he lost faith is when he sunk into the water and, and and got wet. And we're often like that. When we you know, we can walk in faith, walk in faith, but then something comes along and distracts us. And the moment that we take our eyes off Jesus, the moment that we lose the faith that we had, we sink into the situation. That we're dealing with in that moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, you that's know, man, that's awesome. That's good.
1: You know, uh, and uh, you know, going into 2011, I was I was clinically depressed as a teenager. Um, I was suicidal for a few years because of some things that were going on, and um, so even as a even as a um, a guy in my 20s, I, I was still I didn't have no, wasn't suicidal. Um, but was extremely depressed. I was diagnosed as manic-depressant. And, you know, for anybody that doesn't know what that is, basically it means on the drop of a dime, you can get depressed. So I could go outside, and if the temperature wasn't what I wanted it to be, that could send me into a state of depression. And uh, I was on medication to help because there was a chemical imbalance. And, um, you know, so I had this depression uh, that I was that I was living with, it's not that I was going to have to forever just kind of deal with this and be medicated. And um, the beginning of 2010, uh, my aunt Sharon passed away, um, and i been, my, my mom and I had t- taken care of her the last six months or so um, of her life. And so heading into 2000 and, um, 2011, I had this. I was still grieving the loss of my aunt. I was mad at God. I was depressed, I was dealing with this clinical depression uh, and, and I just had some other stresses in life. When I felt I was broken, I didn't have anything left to give. Mm. I didn't have any, I, Rico, uh, when I say that I didn't have any care, I had no care. Wow. But I came back to Christ, my sister invited me uh, to come to church with her. And I was sitting. Um, I could take you back to the high school, or to the gym that we were in, and tell you the exact location that, that I was sitting um, on that Sunday morning. And God re- just resonated with me. Uh, he gave me this image of just this. I can't even. It's not really was was an image. Just this. This image. Just of his. Of his. Uh, I just. The only way I can describe it. <coughs> Is just an image of his love for me, mm. and uh, I was just I was just a complete mess that day. And at the end of the altar call, uh, the, the the pastor you know said if he went to accept Jesus Christ, he'd come to the front. And I went there. And I got saved when I was six years old at the first Baptist church in Los Alamitos. Uh, so, um, but as an adult, I never made that profession. And I felt at that time that I really needed to uh, just recommit my life. And uh, that for me was a turning point. And over the next couple of months, my faith grew from a zero to a hundred. Yeah, it didn't grow just overnight, though, let me be very clear. It didn't go just like that. It took some time. But here's what happened. Here's how my faith grew. I start seeing God work in my life, right? He starts opening doors. Um, you know, he ends up giving me a full-time job. He he, he gives me a part-time job that ends up landing to a full-time job. He ends up healing me of depression. No more medicine needed. No more depression. God. But I say healed completely, a thousand percent healed. No more depression.
0: Mm.
1: Romans
0: 12 too. The, What's that? Yeah, it reminds me of Romans 12 too.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, renew uh be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That's amazing, brother.
1: Yeah, you know, and it was just there was that the, the that first year of coming back to Christ was just so crazy for me. Um I went through a couple of encounter weekends where I got to really just deal with some issues of unforgiveness and some other hurt and um, and then I had to um, I got to start. I was starting in a discipleship class, and I got to start ministering and working with kids. And my faith was just growing and growing and growing. And then later on that year, I found Second Corinthians five seven, where so we walk by faith and not by sight. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot walk with my eyes. This is all God's eyes, not mine.
0: Yeah. Man, you know how God works too, man. So the scripture that I thought um, you were going to do today, it, it basically says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And so that that yeah. is a, so amazing <laughs> that, you know, you got, you had this particular scripture, I was thinking you were gonna say another scripture, and then hearing your story, Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen actually manifested in your life as well. And you know, you was, oh, yeah. you know, you just talking about how how you know how you were before Christ, and then how things became new. And then when you described like your depression going away, your faith getting stronger, that was a perfect picture of sanctification. You know, being made holy or becoming more like God or more like Christ day by day. And man, I, I I just love how the Bible is so living that those pieces just connect together like that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's it, you know, this uh the, the last couple of months, um you know August through uh December of last year was kind of a rough end of the year for me, uh just gonna witness some things personally and medically. Um, but uh, the hand the God the hand of God was upon me and we all worked out. But um and, so, starting January of this year, really, I was fasting and doing some hardcore just like praying. And um, my faith has just continually, continually grown and grown. Uh, God has been answering prayers left and right and not necessarily giving me what I wanted, but He's been like giving me answers that I know, yes, yes, maybe, you know. And it's just been crazy uh, that when we live in that state of faith, right? When we just live in faith, I know this scripture says walk by faith, but we just need to live in faith. Because in my opinion, the way that I see it is you have two options. You can either live in faith or you can live out of faith. I don't think there's kind of this gray area. And so when we live in faith, we're living with Christ, we're doing our best. doesn't mean we, get it, we hit the mark 100% of the time because we don't and we never will. But when we're living out of faith, that's when we're leading on the world. And for me, prior to coming back to Christ, I was leaning on the world heavily and it didn't do anything productive for me. And so we can live by faith uh, or or we can live out of faith.
0: Man, that's amazing, brother. Well, BJ, look, I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you sharing your testimony. Is there anything else that you would like to say or share or do you want to plug anything for your uh, podcast? This is your opportunity, brother.
1: And then I just want to say thank you. You're doing a great work. I have listened to the episodes. Keep it up. You know, it's not about being in competition. As I say uh, on the Gospel Podcast recently, there's unity in the community, and we are all one. When we talk about the church, we're not talking about the individual churches. We're talking about the body of Christ. And uh, so, I just want to encourage you: keep doing what you're doing. And uh, you are you are a true man of God, and your your kids. I uh, I miss your kids, and hopefully I can pick it down there soon. But, uh, yeah, the a Godspot, we do drop new episodes every Monday um, on, across every uh, platform, uh, pretty much every platform that's out there. But uh, just want to say thank you. Uh, I'm very really honored that you asked me to come on. All
0: right, brother. The honor and the pleasure was all mine. I thank you as well, BJ. All right, so I really hope you found value in my brother's blessed money. I really enjoy interviewing him. I really enjoy just the energy that he has, the, uh, the how open he was, and how he just reminded us that, you know, we, we have to walk by faith, guys. We cannot walk by the things we see in this world. We're going to go through trials and tribulation, but Jesus overcame this world. And matter of fact, if you accepted him, you're going to spend eternity with him. So if your loved one passed away, You know, go ahead and grieve. But remember, if we all accept Christ, we're going to be in eternity with him one day. This is just temporary. We have an eternal home in the future with our heavenly father where we have no more pain, no more sorrow, none of that. So while we're here and we're going through it, buck up. Walk by faith, not by sight. When things are going bad, when things are going wrong. Just lean on God's word. And until next time, be a blessing and share your testimony. Testimony.
2: Thanks again for joining us on the Blessed Money podcast. Make sure to visit our website, blessedimony.com, or download the Blessed Monty app, where you can continue the conversation from this podcast by sharing your thoughts and testimonies on the scripture. You can fellowship with other Christians or check out the Blessed Monty blog. Oh, and I almost forgot, if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes, Spotify, or on the platform you use to listen to the show. Or, if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that would be a huge blessing. Until next time, peace!